0: Welcome to Making It Count, a podcast that provides practical financial advice for every stage of life. I'm Christina. And I'm Randy. And we're not financial experts. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) No, we're just like you, a.k.a. doing our best to reach financial success and trying not to stumble along the way.
1: And we're making it happen thanks to all the help from our money-smart friends.
0: That's right. So stay tuned for fun guest interviews, listener-submitted Q&As, and plenty of our own money experiences.
1: The more embarrassing, the better, right?
0: You say embarrassing, I say educationally entertaining. Whether you're working to make the most of your paycheck or ready to up your investment game, we've been there and done that.
1: And we still have more to learn. So together, let's make make it count. count.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season four premiere of Making It Count and the premiere of our new co-host, Randy. Hey,
1: Christina. I'm so excited to kick off this season with you, and my side hustle as a podcasting professional finally begins.
0: Well, I'm so excited to have you join our team, our little, little podcast that could, but it's so convenient and totally coincidental that you would bring up side hustles Because-
1: What are the odds?
0: What are the odds? Because what's the topic of today?
1: I'm pretty sure it is side hustles. It's side hustles. hustles.
0: I know. (laughs) So since we're kicking off this season, we're going to talk all about side hustles. And there is a study that came out that 40% of Americans have a side hustle. And Microsoft found 70, 70% of Gen Z plan to pursue a side hustle in the coming year. Can you believe that? That, That's staggering. I feel like I'm a little
1: lazy right now. Wow. Okay, are you Gen technically Z. Gen Z? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. not Thank you, though. No, <laughs> no. I was born in the early 90s. Oh,
0: okay. Oh. I still remember
1: like AOL dial-up and all those oh, okay. things. Okay,
0: okay, but okay. But dang,
1: Gen Z, okay. Uh, you know, I actually can believe that because it seems like we all know at least a few friends who are making the gig economy work for them.
0: That's true. I... I'm trying to think of my close circle of friends and I do have some friends that sell like sell things on the side which like and then they host things and, and that alone to me is so like I must be like really like I work and then I come home and I just want to do nothing. So I, I admire totally people that. that like are just working and bringing in like the money. I I admire them so much. What about you? I scroll
1: all the time on yeah. things like TikTok <laughs> and Facebook and wherever I can find social media. And there are people that go like to junk stores and scan the barcode and then they sell it on eBay. And that's Mm -hmm. a completely legitimate side hustle. I have other friends that sell things on Etsy like stickers or water bottles or what have you. So the opportunity is out there. You just got to go out and grab it.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so for our first guest, we're bringing in Valerie Fillion. Hey, Valerie. Hi, Hi. Valerie. Hi, hi, you guys. Hi. What's up? Tell us about yourself.
2: So I am an assistant. Branch manager at Addition Financial at the Metro West location as well. My side hustle is I have a successful business as an esthetician as well.
1: Ooh, to be honest, I have no idea what that is. So I'm so excited to talk about this with you.
2: I make it look beautiful.
1: I could use some of that. Thank God this is a podcast (laughs) and not a webinar. Uh, Welcome to the show, Val. It's my first episode too, so don't be nervous. Uh, Let's dive right in with some questions to help our listeners understand the appeal of these side hustles. Christina, you got the first question?
0: So let's start basics here. What is a side hustle and how do you make up a gig economy?
2: Definitely for a side hustle has to be something that is separate from what It brings you your main bread and butter. So something that can give you either a little bit more money on the side that you're looking for to maybe complete bills or get to your goals, whatever you're looking to do, or even just pursuing your passion. Like, let's say if you're good at one thing, but you also have a passion for something else, that is something that you can convert into making actual money instead of just doing it for free. So that, for me, is what is a side hustle. Finding how to make those ends meet, like you said, how these Gen Z's are doing right now.
1: Honestly. Yeah, if you're good at something don't do it for free and if it's something that you can do to follow your dreams and uh, pursue something monetize
0: it yeah right Mm -hmm. there's so Mm -hmm. much
1: opportunity out there and if you find something that you're good at and that you like doing it why not bring in some extra money so, I have another question for you. Uh, so, Valerie, can you tell us a little bit about your side hustle journey? Like, how did you decide to start working as an esthetician? And what does your day-to-day look like?
2: Well, definitely, I would say I started when I was a little kid. When I always used to love to pop pimples. And it's Ew. very
1: oh, weird. No. Okay? Oh this podcast is over. I'm gonna... Do you watch nope. Dr.
0: Pimple oh, Popper? Oh, that's my idol. Oh Me too. That is my idol. I feel like that's okay? very polarizing. <laughs> yes. You either love Dr. Pimple nope. Popper and go to, I've seen all of her TikTok videos, like, or you don't. So Randy nope. are you on the I'm, pimple popper or no? I'm
1: on the the <laughs> please don't show this to me side.
0: All right, producer Lauren, I need it. Oh, she lost. Oh, you've been no! outnumbered. You've been no. outnumbered no, 3 Nicole, to oh, 1. Wait.
1: Look, over there. I think, yes, no. we're <laughs> okay. even. No. It's we even. three to two. Oh, right.
0: No, <laughs> we win. Dr. Pimple she, Popper wins. Yeah, I she agree. definitely is the OG
2: of it all. I'm telling oh, God. you. Like, she's a great... And she has a great hair. Yeah. She's that great. I Talk will about give her. That. She does have good so, hair. Yes. But it really just started when I was young. I didn't think you could actually make money off of popping pimples, to be honest. Like, my friends used to tell me all the time in high school, stop touching my face. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. I'm like, listen. But really, my first passion was makeup. I used to just love doing makeup, going out with my friends. And if it wasn't for my best friend and for my sister that were like, you need to pursue this, like go get a makeup license or do something. And make money off of it. So that's what I started to do. I did makeup, like freelancing. And there is no license for makeup. So really? yeah, there's certifications, but you're not licensed to be a makeup artist. So
1: I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. Know that in order.
2: So when I went when I decided to do it and I first started working in addition financial, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try to find something else just in case. Like, you know what I like to do. So I went for a makeup certification and in order for me to be able to do that, I had to go take skin, of course. So I had um, to get my license in order for financial aid and for things to get paid. So I was like, okay, what the heck? I'll do it. At that point, once I did that, I did makeup as well as courses. But then I fell in love with skin in the process. So I had a great teacher. And I was like, yo, I can pop pimples for a living and make money. <laughs> I'm like, and I could tell people for real how Valerie, to Valerie, you're care. living my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, and I could tell and help people get their skin like where they want to get to. Not only enhancing their beauty beauty with makeup, but making them feel confident with their actual skin. Mm -hmm. So like, that's where it really came to me. Like that feeling of seeing that change for someone and somebody listening and taking the time and you seeing a difference in their life. So once that it just got the ball rolling and I was like, I'm in there. Wow. So
0: that's amazing. That sounds like the perfect fit for you, especially Mm -hmm. since it's something that you've always been passionate about. And Knowing you, you love to help people. So it's like the marriage of these two things that are like perfect for you. Yeah,
2: it's most definitely. I try to balance it between like with work because like I said, with this season and how makeup and how skincare, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. But mm-hmm. bills keep on coming, so you <laughs> got like it's not gonna stop. There's so, a bill right now. Yeah, I should be paying. I'm like hello. <laughs> so at this time, I'm just like I have to do something else just in case. Instead of doing the regular schmegler other ways to make money. I was like, this is how I can make some money. I. I have my daytime job I work my schedule around it so it really helps out I have loyal clients that really do come to me and understand what I'm doing and they support me
0: so at that point I just work around my day-to-day job and it helps out so wow what would you recommend to others that are listening that maybe want to do a side hustle or are thinking about it what advice would you give them to find their perfect side hustle
2: find your passion do something that you love you know like something that you actually enjoy doing because if you're just doing things because it's the hot commodity right now. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing real estate. Everybody wants to be a lash brow. Everybody wants to do this. But then what happens is you do it and then you're like, oh, maybe I don't want to do this. And you just wasted all this money to get Mm -hmm. licenses, to get all this stuff that you're really not passionate about. And then you lowball yourself, to be honest, because that's what happens. A lot of people come into certain industries. Oh, let me get you at this discount. Let me do this. And then you lowball your opportunity to really make money and learn education wise. Oh,
0: that's a good like I think that's something we should touch on. Like yeah. when building your side hustle, obviously your circle of friends is your first group yeah, of le- network with. Network. But how do you do that without feeling like uncomfortable about charging your friends for a service that would probably be expensive like how do you have those conversations
2: definitely when i first started i did give lower prices and it was because i was just starting i didn't have prices, yeah so. i had those introduction prices i wasn't using the top grade products i wasn't using the top grade like equipment you know i was just learning and my side my main job was helping pay for my side hustle so at that point i was able to do it but as i started to progress and as i started to get my education get certifications get licenses things you have to to pay for those type of things so I started incorporating it within my within my price and I met other estheticians other teachers people that were telling me hey you're charging $75 for a microdermabrasion those are like $100 $125 I
1: can't even spell the word she said I would (laughs) if I had to get that I would not even know how much that would cost your
0: skin would feel so great (laughs) you would love it okay yeah we're gonna have to talk after this he's going to make appointments my there wife you go. would
1: be very happy Yeah,
0: so I do couples facials too there so you two go. for tango, okay.
1: so there
2: you go
1: a little bogo action <laughs> there you go like Tuesdays at Publix yes there okay. you go
2: so it it's just that you want to make sure that you're first you're price pointing yourself right get educated and talk to other people a lot of people feel scared to talk to other people in the same field because they're like they're going to make me feel like I'm competition and some people will I won't tell you that it hasn't happened but if you're confident in your work and that person is confident in what they bring then they're not going to not share the advice. Like, if people ask me, I got you. This is what I did. This is how I do it. You know, you don't have to do it my way, but people are really more grateful because of it because somebody's educating them.
1: So, once you take that leap and you get started, what are the best ways to go about growing it? So now you have your friends, you've got your price points, you've got long words, Randy can't understand. (laughs) What do you do? What do you do to grow it past that point? And how do you manage your time with your regular gig versus your new side hustle? How do you manage that?
2: Well, you find programs like, you know, there's a lot of programs for at least in the field that I'm in, like Booksy or Vargo or Square that give you an opportunity to have calendars and things like that. So I do have a website where people can actually go book and they see the hours that I'm available. Like I can put if I'm on vacation, if I'm here or anything. I work off of referral base. So I have a special location where I have like my VIPs and they get a good price for it because they're coming directly to me. It's not the same as if you're in a spa because mm-hmm. spas are more time sensitive. You have to be here by this time. If you're not, you're cutting in your time and that's it. You know, so with me, you're getting that one on one experience. It's more yeah, it's more personal. If you're running in late and like, OK, I'll let it wave. I'm not going to charge you a fee now. If you're a person that's doing it all the time, then I'm going to have to charge you a fee. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, just like, you know, there are certain things that you can work with people and you can talk to them. And it's that personal thing. They call me at 11 o'clock at night and or text me at o'clock at night because, you know, their schedules. I know them and they're comfortable with me to ask me, hey, this is going on. What can I do? Or this, that. So I use those type of tools and I pay for them. And like my business pays for that so that I can keep myself organized. So
0: what ways do you market yourself? I know you said referral based, but what advice would you give others that need to start branching outside to get more business?
2: Definitely the hot commodity right now is TikTok reels. That's really something that's going on. People want to see things and they don't want to see things for a long period of time. So uh, people have asked me, why don't you do a YouTube? I'm like, oh, I'm not on the YouTube time. So Maybe I like 10
1: years ago. Yeah, I was like,
2: <laughs> you know, I was like, that's something more like people, YouTube short. Yeah. Like people want to see 10, 10 second things and they want something quick. And then they'll come and they'll ask questions. So I promoted myself with family and friends, um, referral-based, giving those type of deals. Like let's say if there's a holiday, hey, new clients, this is a discount type thing. But everything that when it's like VIPs are like, like referral-based only. I have to know you. I have to know where you're coming from. So I won't book you. You can book me and I'll refund you if I don't know who you are. So, Mm. but I do have a spa location that I work like four days out the week, but it's on call. So basically, in order for me to work there, I have to get a notice at least... Two hours before to for me to come in. If I don't, then I don't go in. So it okay. works out in my schedule as well. Wow. That's what I was gonna ask you. Is yeah. like
1: where are you doing these services? Yeah. yeah.
2: I have a spa location. I work with um Jay Sterling okay. in OBT. And what those are for people that I don't know, that feel more that I'm not comfortable coming to me and my personal space. And then at that point, they just book through there. And then I have the security, I have the, you know, a location. I they get partial, I get partial. And it's beneficial because again, I'm not using my products. I'm not using my equipment. I'm not using my location. So I don't have to pay for those things as overhead. And they work with my schedule. Like uh, the manager that I know there, we used, I used to work with her in Massage Envy. So mm. she's just like, come in. I got you. You network. So when you network and you're good with people, people are going to be like, come with me. I got you. Yeah. And so, so.
0: so let's talk money mm-hmm. and finances. How do you manage or what advice would you give to manage that cash? that you get from the side hustle and do you have a business account or do you get use your personal funds like how do you start separating those things once you really start launching this business
2: to be honest what helped me was COVID to be, to see, because when they started giving out those PPP loans and they started mm-hmm. doing certain things, I was like, I first in the beginning, I did it in my, my personal account. And then I just had people cash at me. But then that started to conflict when I wanted to know, OK, how much am I have coming in? Where do I separate it? Where do I get money for supplies? Things like that. So when COVID happened, before COVID even launched the PPP loan, I did my EIN. That was like my goal. I was like, I need to do my EIN. And when I did it, that's when I was able to apply for certain things. And I was like, I'm going to do a bank account. I'm going to do this. I'm going to separate it. I'm going to have, if people want to pay me cash app, then I'm going to separate a separate cash app. I'm going to do all this. I Divided everything up. So, what I it it really helped me stay organized and then be able to apply for those things because now I know when I have to do my taxes. Now I can do my taxes as a business tax. I can do certain write offs. I can, if I'm traveling, because now I also travel for makeup. So, if people want me to do a wedding and I have to go, let's say, to Jacksonville, I charge them. And I have now I have to calculate all that when I do my taxes. And it helps me out a lot for me to have a good. AGI when I do my taxes form so that way it shows more money income gross income so I'm like okay hey, let's do
1: it it sounds like we also need a tax related episode I, know.
2: <laughs> I think that's one of our episodes okay, Actually, good. that's I funny. wrote down
1: it's- all of those <laughs> words I didn't know yeah
2: it's really important because it keeps you organized and it gets you to be able to see and for you to have better opportunities in the future people don't think that how you do your taxes this year, how it can affect you in two years later when you're trying Mm. to, let's say, get a house or if I want to use my business to get a personal loan with my bank or get something like that, they're going to ask me for those things and they're not going to take a personal account. They want to see how is your business fluiding money? Like, how is all that coming in? Yeah.
0: All right. So now we're going to go into the rapid fire round question, which I'm sure our listeners, especially the ones that are ru- truly considering turning this hobby into a uh, side hustle. So are you ready for some fast question? I have a feeling that you're going to be fine. Like you're, <laughs> Let's go. You live so fast, right? Yes. Bring it. She lives fast and furious. All right. It. Randy, you get the first one.
1: Okay. On it. Valerie. So how do you keep a balance between your work on your side hustle and on your day job? Ooh, that's a good
0: question. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just it's, kidding. It's
2: <laughs> it's it's a lot. I mean, like I'm not going to say that it's not. It's a lot. But keeping myself organized, having certain apps, keeping things like that, I'm able to see it. I'm thankful with the spa that I work at. They have their own app, so mm-hmm. I just I get notifications. They have to send me a text message every day if I get something, and they have to, I, they have to confirm with me if I can go or not. So before they can complete it, then. But I have apps. People can't book with me unless it's 24 hours in advance
0: and things like that. So.
2: Love technology. Yeah, yeah. It's, so useful. it's technology is everything. That's Keep
0: yourself organized. What is the biggest challenge that comes with managing a side hustle?
2: The biggest challenge is not having enough time when you really want to do things, you know, Mm. because of the fact that I'm only really able to work evenings because my daytime job is the daytime. Sometimes I do miss out on opportunities for me to be able to go to like certain seminars or get certain certifications or network with certain people and even getting people that want to come in the morning or come earlier in the day. So it's a hit or miss sometimes, but, you know, you take it as you want, when it comes down to it, you try to work around and if people really want to come, they'll come.
1: They'll come. I agree with that. Like if
2: people want to follow you, they'll follow you. Like if my hair lady ever moves to Puerto Rico, I'm going to Puerto Rico. (laughs) 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 I'm like, I'm there. Like I'll follow you.
1: (laughs) So what would you say to someone who wants to start their side hustle, but they're not really sure that they're ready to take that leap? What's your advice for them?
2: Um, Get educated, get as much knowledge as you can, see if this is really something that is your passion and look at the pros and cons, how much people can really make. You know, I know that a lot of estheticians make good money, have their own spas, have things like that. And they always tell me, why don't you do and leave your daytime? I'm like, because I like the security of it and the stability of it. So, and really COVID opened my eyes when we shut down for three months and the spa was closed. You know, people, we were couldn't have no contact, so I couldn't touch nobody's face. So if I was just depending on that job, I would have been on unemployment like a lot of people. So I was thankful that I was still at the bank and I had that essential job that I was able to do it. So really find something that, unless you're going to be making money with it, like longevity, or have a game plan if something was to happen, that you have some money on the side to save until you're able to get back on your feet, so...
0: All right. Last question. If you could tell Valerie when she first started her side hustle to do something different, to make your life easier, what would you tell that person that's just starting their side hustle to do? get educated before anything. Go
2: get as many certifications, learn as much as you can on what you want to do before you start trying to branch out your business. A lot of people go into certain businesses and then next thing you know it they don't become successful. What I think there's a rate that only up to what 1% in, of people entrepreneurs make it past 5 years, you know? It's very low. And that's because a lot of people get into stuff and then they're like it's too hard. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. It's you know, you're not going to have good days. You're there's going to be I only have one facial a whole a whole month you know and then there's some that I have 10 in a month you know and that's good money but really get educated the more experience that you have and the knowledge that you have is gonna get it's what's gonna bring you the clients because if you're not confident if you don't know what you're talking about people are gonna read it they're gonna know yeah
1: very interesting so I'm actually uh trying to see in terms of estheticians what is your favorite part of it outside of the, the pimple popping because <laughs> I don't want to talk about that anymore ever Thank you. What is your next favorite part?
2: (laughs) To be honest, like, I love doing the facial massages, like, and just being able to educate people while I'm doing it. I ask people all the time, do you want a quiet facial? Like, do you want to talk? Because I'm a chatty patty. I'll talk. So (laughs) I couldn't tell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we'll talk the whole time or like, or do you want something just to relax? And while I'm talking to them, you know, I start giving them advice or asking them questions about their skin so that they can. Tell me so I know what products, what things to suggest to them, what other services. The so, personal touch yeah, you were like, talking about. I'm like, okay, so I'm educating them at the same time. I had it happen to me yesterday. So I had a client that has Ramsey Hunt syndrome and she wanted to just to come in and I asked her, I asked her, well, so what's your goal today? So that's always my thing. What is your goal? What do you want to do with your skin today? And she had, she's said, I just want to do massages on my face because I have this, this syndrome now. I just got diagnosed. So I'm talking to her about it and I'm like, okay, well, you want to massage like this. You want to do lymphatic drainage like this, but be careful on your nose because if you do this, you're going to cause yourself a bloody nose. And she's like, it's funny you said that because I had a bloody nose the other day when I did it. Oh. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> So now she knows where not to do it and not how to do it. So that like is another thing that she's like, okay, now I see it matches and what is going on with her. So personalized given-
1: service. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And so
2: you have to be personal with people.
1: Valerie, thank you so much for joining us and kicking of off season four. Super
0: yes. exciting. I love it. Thank you so much. And it was perfect timing since we were you know, wrapping up and starting a new year talking about potential side hustles. Yes.
1: We learned all about the importance of promoting your side hustle today, and now we want you to promote yourself to our listeners. So where where can they find you, Val?
2: Definitely you can find me on Instagram and, and on TikTok, okay? Vals.Vanity underscore, so on Instagram. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, same
0: thing, Vals Vanity. So very pretty nice. easy name. Thank you so much for joining yes, us. This thank has thank been such a blast. Thank you guys for having blast. me. I love it.
1: So I think it's time, Christina. It's very exciting because oh it's gosh. our first time it's that first first time. we get to share... What What did did we we learn learn today?
0: Oh, we did it! Yay! Yay. Oh, that made me so happy. Okay, so what I learned today, well, I guess this isn't like. I don't have the energy to do a side hustle. It's just amazing I'm tired the amount like about I it. know. Valerie's energy and the amount of like effort it takes like it's just amazing. But what I something that Valerie said that I want to hit home is the fact of like the separating your finances and how much easier that made it for her when she made a difference when she knew where all of her money was coming and going. I've had people struggle with that in the past and you'd ask them like, "Oh, was your business making money?" and they're like, "I have no idea." I have no idea. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I love that she mentioned that, and that was a really great hot tip for somebody who wants to start a side hustle.
1: Yeah. I think mine was just the education. just get educated. Yes, you know she you don't want a number of times. Yes. so you don't want to put your foot. you don't want to jump in the pool, right? You just want to put you dip your foot in by educating, kind of learning, you you know, use the internet. And just try to see if that's exactly what you want to do. So that way, when you're putting time and effort into it, Mm -hmm. you're able to see how much work is needed to be done to get it done right.
0: I think that also builds your confidence, especially as when you're starting something up, you always have this imposter syndrome, like other people are going to be like, who does she think she is or like they don't know. So being as educated as possible and being as formed as possible will also build your confidence. Agreed. Now it's time for this season's first resource to help listeners make it count. Now, Rainey, I'm going to let you do the honors since this Ooh. is your first episode. Traditionally, it's a ridiculously long name for something. And we I love that so much. So I hope that Lauren kept that tradition going. So I'm going to let you have that we'll honor. We'll see. Okay.
1: Uh, so, but yes, I want to highlight uh, one of my favorite previous Making It Count episodes, uh, How to Start Your Career with the Best Foot Forward. Nailing your side hustle is important, but so is growing your main gig. So you want to make sure that you've got that locked down.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I love going back to one of our previous episodes. Make sure you check out our show notes for the link of that resource. And we'll have Valerie's information in our show notes as well, courtesy of producer Lauren.
1: Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. We can't wait for another great season. Uh, And we'll see you next time on Making It Count.
0: And that's a wrap on this episode of Making It Count. Thanks so much for joining us today. You can find our show notes in this episode's description.
1: Be sure to subscribe or follow to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And don't forget to rate or review us on your favorite podcast app.
0: And do you have your own burning financial questions? Send them our way at podcast at com, and we'll feature them on a show.
1: Miss us already? Don't worry. We'll be back soon with another episode of Making, Making it, it Count. Count.